Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Corner podcast. It's Tuesday, the 8th of February. I'm your host, Jonathan Giles. I'm joined by my regular guests, Eric Shadowins, Eamon Donnelly, John Melia, and Martin Stone. But how are you, lads? Eamon, Johnny. Eamon, Jonathan. Eamon, everybody. Martin looks like he's in uh, Joe Clark Sports at the top of Cable Street. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs> Good diplomatic answer there. Happy certain days to know Joe Clark Sports, John. It was there at the, the junction of Cable Street and Bolton Street, and it was about three hangers. Yeah, that's brilliant. There in Tony Wards and Cathedral Street. Tony Wards and Cathedral Street. Yeah, that's right. There you yeah. go. Yeah. As always, you can catch our show on Spotify and SoundCloud, and also on the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club YouTube channel as well. Um, you can catch all our episodes there dating back from um, last March. Um, on this week's show, we'll be previewing our upcoming game this Thursday against Wolves. At ho- is that at home, is it, or away? That's no, it's away. away. It's away. It's at home, actually, sorry. It's away. No, it's at home. Is it away? Away. Away it is. It's the game in hand. <laughs> It's not and the game we, in hand, it's away. No, it's just it's the the don't start me off here. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. it is, it is away, sorry. Hold right. on, Jonathan. I'm, I, gonna I, help, I'm, okay. I'm going <laughs> to help you out here. <laughs> and from the very first moment I saw you, closer each day, home and away, there is this a difference. This is so thing. frustrating, dude. <laughs> oh, frustrating, dude. <laughs> Right, let's go. Right, I was looking yeah. at the Wolves uh, fixture list. Sorry, the, 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 the right, Wolves so, are at home, yeah, for their fixture yeah, list. That's so we've been previewing that game, and we'll also be doing Adrian Clark's top 10 goals uh, at the end of the show. 49 we scored today, so I'll get the last to pick their top three from the list. So we play Wolves away on Torsi on BT Sports. Um, Wolves lie eight in the table. Play 21 and have 34 points. Um, we meet them two weeks then later at the Emirates. They have six clean sheets at the moment and are unbeaten in their last five Premier League games. Um, they've beat, they won 1-0 at Old Trafford um, uh, on the tour of January and they've been going about their business quite uh, quietly under Bruno Lage. Um, he's had a good four season there. Um could possibly, quite possibly could get Europe. It'd be definitely a tough game in Monaco. Um, I'd go for a draw. Being honest with you, I think I'd go for a draw in that game myself. Um, I'll start with John Force. How do you see the game going, John? It's going to be tight. As you said, Wolves have gone around the business and they've done it quietly under the radar. Uh, not many people have actually paid much attention to them until the last few weeks. They're only two points behind us in the league. Uh, they beat us, they go ahead of us. Um, I don't think they'll make top four, but they're well capable of taking points off everybody around them. Um, this is a game where we're hoping the players come back a lot fresher than when they went away before the break. We're hoping that breaking Dubois has done the world of good, players come back fit, ready to go, because they're going to have to be at their best to be there to get anything out of this game. Um, definitely going to be a t- tough one. Um, we always hope to win. You can nearly pick our first 11. Um, we don't have a lot on the bench to come on to change things. But uh, this Wolves team is going to be a tough nut to crack for everybody that plays them this season. 
Eamon, how do you see it going? I think Wolverhampton is a great football town. Great, great players and great managers. Okay, um, how do I, first of all, it depends on how the reset, it depends on how the reset went, right? Because we went off to Dubai, as far as Arteta is concerned, and he's hardly going to espouse the negatives. Um, we got a lot of work done over there. It depends on how we cope with the pressure of being in a 17-game foot race. Um, and that's going to that's gonna instruct uh, how the rest of the season goes, how we cope with that pressure. Um, uh, all joking aside, Wolverhampton is a great football town. Um, it's a good place to go to watch a game, you know. Uh, I was there, um, I think it was in the Unai Emery first season, and they absolutely smacked us 3-0. Um, but it, it, we've had mixed mixed uh, results against the team. The team, the manager has changed, but the team hasn't changed that much, right? And last year, we absolutely played them off the field. For 35 minutes, got a goal, and for some reason, uh, the referee decided to play uh, half a minute more than the injury time. Arsenal went into the dressing room while the ball was still on the bloody pitch, uh, and we ended up with the comedy of David Luiz uh, not fouling the guy, giving away a penalty, and getting sent off for his trouble, right? And the whole game. But Wolves let you play, you know? Uh, I know they're very good defensively, but they do let you play and they don't bombard you. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be as downbeat now as you would be going away to some of the games. I think it'd be a good game to watch. I think both sides will have plenty of the ball. Uh, and this is a classic case of what we were saying uh, a couple of months ago on this show. Um, it's not about the Man Cities, the Chelsea's and the Liverpool's. These are the games that define you. The teams that you think you should be better than, even if they're of a kind of a fairly, fairly even standard, these are the games you have to win. A bit like going away to Leicester uh, when we thought we might get turned over there. We got at them early and we did our business. And after the reset in Dubai, uh, you'd hope that we can get out there and get in at them and do our business. And, uh, you know, I think we're capable of winning the game. Yeah. Um, definitely the standout players are. Never as Moutinho and Jimenez. I think if you stop down three, you can get at, you can get at them all right. Um, Eric, how do you see the game going? Yeah, I I think this is an interesting game, especially at the back end of a break, a break where uh, Wolves did lose Traore. Um, you know, if you actually look at the season stats, I I'd say Wolves is uh, I I'm really doubtful that they'll have any. Uh, challenge for Europe by the end of the season. I think they're a team that's ripe for regression. Um, now, obviously, that doesn't help us in a one-off game, but if you if you just look at their basic stats, they've only scored 19 goals all season. And when you when you think about Arsenal, a team that we we complain doesn't score enough goals, we still scored 33. You know, um, I I think they're one of the lowest scoring teams, less than a goal a match, um, and their goals against is what what's keeping them. Uh, kind of in the race. They've only given up 16 goals all season, but if you compare that to their XG, I think they're outperforming it by like eight or nine goals. So, if not more. So, it, it just see, I, I'm somewhat skeptical that uh, that Wolves is going to be able to maintain this throughout the season. Um, that said, I, th I think that this is the sort of team where 
we should look to attack and 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 really try to press home our advantage. Similar to what uh, you know, as Eamon mentioned, what we did last year, uh, we really went at them in that first half and we dominated the match. And our our only real sin that match is not scoring more than one goal uh, before halftime. Um, and I think we we have to look to do the same here again because I just don't think that they provide such a threat going forward that um, that we should we should be uh, doing anything but trying to outscore them. Um, overall, I, I think that you know th- this is probably one of those matches where if Party and Shaka can play well in midfield and and dominate the ball, it gives us a real chance. Especially you know when you have guys like Nevis and Moutinho looking to do similar uh, and and break up play a lot. So so I think that that's that's kind of where this game is going to be won and lost. I also think you know John mentioned that we're not. We don't have a ton on the bench, but I actually think we're going to have a lot more on the bench this match than than we have all of January. Um, you know, if you think about it, uh, at least we know Pepe will be on the bench. Probably somebody like a Smith Rowe or Martinelli will also be on the bench. And if they're not, that means Lacazette's on the bench, right? So so we'll we'll actually have a, a good bit more going for us um, to, to start this match and to finish it. So I, I'm feeling pretty confident. I think this is a match... That that we can really get something out of. I don't think it's going to be easy by by any means, but but this is a match that Arsenal should be going in look, looking to win. Yeah, definitely a chance for the likes of uh, Pepe and Akedia to get it, get themselves in the score sheet. Um, Martin, how do you see the game going? Um, yeah, I mean exactly like what what the guys just said. Like you know, it's going to be a tough game. Like it is never easy to go to Wolves. The problem as well is it's kind of such an unknown now because like we didn't really play for so long. Um, we don't know what the team is all about. Looking at the stats, like we did, we had a horrendous January. We only scored one goal, <laughs> didn't win the game. Um, they had like a, a very good run, got beaten in the FA Cup on the last week. Um, they have a few injuries, so like that, my thing is Traore is gone. Um, Jimenez coming back maybe now. They don't know yet. They started the train. They have a young guy and right back, I think, who came back in the FA Cup. So, look, we don't know exactly what it is. And um, the only problem that I heard about our team is like that uh, Tommy Asu is still injured. So that might be the case that Cedric is coming in the right. So, yeah, let's see what it is. I mean, they've been long enough now in, in Dubai to kind of like play all the scenarios. Tommy Asu didn't go to Dubai. So they were playing like this. So like it shouldn't be an issue. But we just don't know what's happening. Um, it's kind of like it's the unknown. The reborn Arsenal, hopefully. So... <laughs> Let, let's see what's going on, like you know, and uh, yeah, like it's gonna be interesting because we're gonna play them again in two weeks' time after that. You know? So we played them at home then, so it's kind of like a, nearly like a, a a cup game. Played them at home in in Wolves and then uh, then home in, in the Emirates. So yeah, be be an interesting game. But yeah, I yeah. think that that might be something we can win. Um, but I think it's gonna be a very very tight game. I probably go for a one nil or a two one. So yeah. Yeah, that season of course we lost two one. Um, it was a game where Leno got sent off. Um, yeah. I think we two sent us off, hadn't we, Dak? I think Leno, when David Luiz got sent off just before yeah. half-time, half-time, yeah. Right, and, yeah. and coughed up a penalty. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. He put the, the referee, uh, there was 47 minutes and 30 seconds, he was gone 30 seconds over, and Arsenal headed off into the dressing room. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. The, but they forgot the game was still on. They switched off completely, but we had absolutely shredded them before that, you know. Yeah, and in fact, it, yeah. if you remember that game, we nearly equalised with nine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I think they scored early in the second half with Moutinho, didn't they? It was fairly early going in the second yeah, half. Yeah, long-range goal, yeah. Yeah, goal. yeah. They, they, I have to say, I'm very surprised at actually how well they've done under the new manager. You know, they, they had a slow start like ourselves um, at the start of the season. They lost their first um, three games. Uh, and then since then, they kind of, they don't score many, as Eric said, but they can grind out results. I like, particularly like the t- two lads at the back, um, Cody and in particular Kilman. He's really impressed me, you know. He, he seems to be. Let, 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 me, let me just come to Cody for a second. He's an excellent defender. Yeah. Like, we, we don't have a centre forward, right? Mm. So, Cody is brilliant facing the ball um, when everything's going in at him. We have to move him about. And it looks like with the resources we have, um, that our forward line is going to be based on pulling people out of place and trying to create gaps for other players to get in because we don't have the we don't we don't have the petrol, <laughs> you know, to yeah. to kind of um to to do it from a centre forward position. So I, I mean, I, I, when Eric said about we we may have a Mart, I think Martinetti's a sure starter, you know. Yeah. I think uh, Pepe as well. No. He may be. Or at least, at least off the bench, you know, I think this really could terrorize. So, so my, my, only, my only point there is that one of them is going to be on the bench, whether it's Smithrow, whether it's Martinelli, whether it's yeah. Lacazette. Those, like, one of them is going to be on the bench. Saka is 100% going to start if he's healthy, which puts Pepe on the bench, yeah. unless, again, unless he starts at center yeah. forward. But either way, we're going to have a lot more juice coming off the bench than, than we have in, in previous fixtures. I suspect what he might do is put Martinelli in a more central position to move Cody. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you move Cody and you cause problems. You have, you there, have to yeah. get Cody out of there. You have to move him out of there because he, he's absolutely dominant. He's a bit like Jamie Carragher. He's dominant when he's standing in that central position. You know? Well, I think I think that's it's an interesting question. Um, it's something John and I were actually talking about at, at the weekend. Um, is like how deep Lacazette drops. You know, may actually pull pull people out of position yeah. even more because the thing about Cody is he follows, right? Because he's looking to smash you. So, so I think that one of the one of the things that that might come out of this is is just like Lacazette dropping deep might help um, open up that space because then Cody has to choose: does he go with or does he try to try to stay with the runner? Yeah. Um. He's going back on that. I mean, we tried that against Burnley, and they were quite disciplined defensively. And the Wolves with the under scouting, they'll know let Arsenal have the ball away because they're going to swing in crosses like that and be meeting and drinking them all day. You cannot get back to that. You're, you're dead so, right, John. You're dead yeah. right. And that, that's why I think it might be Martinelli because I think he might offer something different trying to do that in terms of not just dropping deep into a channel but kind of going left and right, you know, um, at a lot quicker pace. Because you're gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, we can't be swinging crosses. We can't be swinging crosses yeah. in like we did against Burnley. They have to be aimed low and hard at the near post for hopefully on you know runners running in. Um, if we get back down to just swinging in aimless crosses, they'll just they'll clear them but, all day but long. John, uh, just a question on that because because I think this is where I was trying to say at the start is like, don't you see the midfield being the difference then? Because we're we're looking at both Shaka and Party coming yeah. back in now. Yeah, oh, that's gonna yeah. that, that will definitely be a big difference, definitely. But we, I just think we need to be cleverer, you know, a little bit smarter. Um, it, it, Wolves have been disciplined defensively, as you said. Yeah. So um, I'm just yeah. saying we, we can't be reduced to just swinging in those kind of crosses that we we reduce exactly. against Burnley as well. And and I also think like the way we played against Burnley wasn't too bad, but we were missing the midfield. 
and yeah. we ran out of gas, you know. And that's kind of, I think that that break what we had in Dubai, I think that really could make a difference. Yeah. It should be all, you know, like fully full of energy, like, you know, like pump yeah. up the batteries. And if we can take that energy, and they know exactly what they have to do now. They have 17 games. They know exactly where they're standing now. If yeah. they can take that system and, yeah, look, you can talk about Jack as much as you want. You will miss them. You know, we, we missed yeah. Parity because before he went to AFCON, he played his best game. Um, and if you can replicate anything like that and keep it going, because we, we ran out of steam in, in against Burnley in the second half. It just couldn't move. And yeah, well, Jacques yeah, will probably be sent off for tying his laces for doing damage <laughs> yeah. to the environment or something. Or is <laughs> he's, certainly not, he's certainly not in danger of, of, of his carbon footprint being over excessive, but like he, he, might, he might damage the environment by tying his laces or something and get sent off. You know, yeah. Yeah. Michael Oliver, I think, is uh, is a referee, you know, so yeah, it'd be interesting. There's well. worse. There's worse. <laughs> well, look, yeah. our last image of him was him karate kicking somebody in the chest, and Michael Oliver sending him off. So hopefully, he's learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the moment, I think we might do better if Jamie Oliver was refing. <laughs> Cook up a storm. <laughs> the, the naked referee. <laughs> Cook us up a good result there, Jamie, would you? Um, oh God. As it stands, with uh, with Man United at the moment winning one 0 at um, Burnley, um, they occupy fourth place with forty one points. It leaves us, if the result stays as it is, um, we'll be five points behind. And if Wolves beat us, which hopefully they don't, they'll have thirty seven. They're at thirty four points at the moment, so it's a kind of a must win, you know, to keep ourselves. We still have we, that's with two games in hand still, you know. So, um, I'd like to see us try get a victory there, Manu on um Torsi, you know. Um, it's going to be a tight run up to the end of the season, I think, for um those European places. Um, uh, that that game of course is on um <coughs> BT Sport at a quarter to eight on Torsi, and um we played him t- uh, two weeks later then in the uh reverse fixture. So that's sandwiched in between the Brentford um home fixture which is on February the 19th so you hopefully we can get um three wins out of three out of them you know you'd, you'd be you certainly, certainly be looking for seven points out of them three games I always yeah. say yeah if you, get, if you average two points plus yeah. per game you'll be right in the business end of it you know if you keep your home form aiming if you, if you can keep winning your home games you stand a chance totally yeah yeah um so um, we move on to um, I was just looking at on I suppose kind of to fill in the thirty minutes of the show for the chat. Uh, I was looking <laughs> at Adrian Clark's <laughs> top ten on Arsenal.com. I don't want to throw them out there and um, guess the last um, top three out of them. Okay, so one was um, back by Kaya Saka's goal against Man City on New Year's Day. Uh, two is Gabriel Martinelli against West Ham. Three. Martin Odegaard versus United in December. Four, Eddie and Ketty is back heel against AFC Wimbledon in the Carabao Cup. Five was Saka's goal against Norwich. Six was Odegaard's free kick against Burnley. Seven was Aubameyang's finish against Forza home from Smith Rose Run. And he assisted that one. Aubameyang finished off quite nicely. Eight was Ketty's against Sunderland. Nine was Martinelli against Newcastle United at home. Eamon was at that one. And then 10, he picked Lacazette against Southampton. It was the start-up play from Ramsdale all the way up, uh, which was quite, was quite a nice goal, actually. I think I'd probably pick that as my number one at the moment. We've scored 49 at the moment to date, lads. 
Um, that was his top 10. I don't want to start with Eamon. What would your top three out of that top 10 be? Well, in, in, in third place, um, I think the Aubameyang goal against Spurs yeah, because ahead. of the way it happened and the effect it had in the game, right? Um, Granit Xhaka won a kind of a, a dirty ball that might have been a foul, but he got torn. Yeah. I'm always going on about this. He got torn yeah. as he as he kind of went in with his body. And from then on, it was two passes, a run and a goal, and it lifted <laughs> the stadium out of it. And, you know, it was important because, you know, we were going into that game under real pressure. And we, we, we got two early goals, and that really kind of li- lifted everything. So that would that, be in third place. Uh, in second place for me uh, would be the Martinelli goal against Newcastle because simply because I was in the West Stand that day and when the ball came over his shoulder, I assumed it was going to go out for a goal kick. But he latched onto it unbelievably and had the presence of mind and bravery, you know, to do it all in one. It was a brilliant goal. But the top goal for me, um, and I had the pleasure of sitting beside my friend and colleague on this show, uh, John, uh, and we were amazed that it. Southampton had played us off the park Martin uh, Stonewall was managing them there. He had a suit on in the first half <laughs> and a tracksuit in the second half, and it was pissing rain. But they had dominated us, and Aaron Ramsdale almost got closed down. But what happened after that, to me, it's the most important goal we got this season because you could see the, the net effect of that goal was the team actually scratched their head and went, actually, this guy might be right. <laughs> you know, this yeah. telling us to play our way this might be the way to do it. Tommy Asu's two passes in that move, party snap pass, um, and, and, and the finish by Lacazette. That to me, um, was, was the top goal we got. I'll go to John Media. Um, John, you're uh, three to one, John. Um, it's all <laughs> it's hard to disagree with Eamon there on that goal, it meant a hell of a lot. Um, I, I, yeah, I think I sort of agreed with him on that. The, the team sort of took a little bit of hair from that and they just played Southampton out the part after Southampton just took shelter. Um, I'm going to put a word in for Odegaard's free kick against Burnley. Um, probably we we don't see enough free kicks from Arsenal at this, at this stage. We don't see a hell of a lot and that was just top class. Um, good away okay. win. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah, usually give them away, yeah, but uh, I just thought it was a fantastic free kick. And uh, I'll give Saka, Saka's goal against City. We played absolutely outstanding against City. And this was the icing on the cake. It was a well-deserved goal, put us into a deserved lead. Um, we know what happened. Sending on to change that game. But uh, the belief that must have been going through that side when we went in 1-0 up a half time and with a goal like that. So, there's my three. Martin, you're 3-1. Three to, three to yeah, look, there's only there's only ten goals you can can choose, and then obviously Spurs goal is always nice. So yeah, like that would be my third. Uh, the Southampton goal, as Eamon said, it's just the combination of like it's a real Arsenal goal, isn't it? Nearly everybody touched the ball. It just went from the back, you know, like and it went through, and we just went through the paces, and everything went so nicely to you know. In the end, the goal itself wasn't that spectacular. It was just like he put it in, but like just the the build up was, was nice. But for me, like what what I really liked is is the Martinelli goal against West Ham, because I think as we said, like you know the the West Ham was like a game where we went into and they 
it's good form. They, they beat Liverpool. We went in and, and everybody was kind of saying, ah, oh, well, we're going to get smashed here, you know? And then we just, you know, we really had a, a, probably the best game for me, like what we played, you know? And that goal, what we, what um, Martinelli scored, it, was, it reminded obviously a bit of Jerry Henry, you know, like the side footing into the net and just the way it go through as well. Three passes and we were through. And yeah, for me, that's kind of like, not a, probably the nicest goal, but like, I think an important goal. And that just shows, like, for in general, we can beat anyone, but it just depends what Arsenal turn up. So, like, you know, like, we, we have games where we just don't play. And in fairness, we, we didn't change our 11 that much, you know. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, for me, West Ham, definitely the, the most important goal for me for Martinelli. I think before I move on to Eric, there's one goal that he I kind of missed out on. There was a great team move as well. And John was at this, it was back in October against Villa. It was the Smith Rowe goal. A little flick yeah. on from Aubameyang and then Smith Rodgers charging down the pitch. I thought that was a really, um, really top goal as well. You know, good team move. Um, Eric, you're three to one. Yeah, so I I think that like I I have to give mention to the the Newcastle goal by by Martinelli. I thought that was maybe the highest quality one. I mean, as Eamon yeah. said, the bravery in terms of he had to have known the keeper was coming. You know, and and to be able to focus. Uh, and, and get the the connection right uh, when when that's happening is is serious stuff. Um, my other two favorites uh, is sort of going to to John and and um, in the Man City goal as well as the uh, the goal against West Ham that that Martin just mentioned. I think that those are the two goals that to me made me the most excited because it shows where this team can go because it wasn't just the the goal was high quality it was we were dominant we we attacked them with such pressure that we eventually created something um because we kept attacking and and i think both those goals were caused by turnovers where we won the ball back and and then we're able to create something um and and so to my to my mind those are the types of of things that i i find really promising for where this team can get to because we were able to to really make uh, the pressure pay over time, uh, especially against West Ham, where we 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 just kept attacking, kept attacking, and and eventually that uh, that goal came. So so to my mind, those were the, the two goals that to me I just loved from the way the team was playing and and how um, that that led to to exactly what we wanted, which was you know taking the lead and you know disappointing that the the Man City goal didn't lead to more. But but I just think that you know it shows where this team can go and, and where players like Saka and Martinelli really uh, have the potential to to end up being superstars. Yeah, um, all top goals um, indeed. Uh, I suppose my three to one will be uh, Aubameyang be free Spurs just for the the way Smith Rowe ran at the Spurs backline and set up Aubameyang who finished superbly. Um, two will be Saka v City. Just the way we played through City and Tierney's true ball for second, the way he finished was was superb. I thought we would have went on to win that game. We played that well, but uh, sadly it didn't turn out that way. And then um, my number one would be Martinelli v West Ham. Uh, superb goal. He was on he was on cracking form that month in December as well. He was banging the goals in. So I thought that was my um, definitely my number one there. And a good top 10 by Adrian Clark as well. Um Anything else, lads, you'd like to uh, mention? Yeah, I'd like show? to ask a question um, just for a bit of uh, entertainment for all the listeners. Um, what did the panel think 
was the best non-sending off. Um, <laughs> MacArthur's, <laughs> MacArthur's Jackie Chan impression on Bukayo Saka or uh, Ben Godfrey's Irish dancing impression on Tomiyasu's face. <laughs> because, I think Ben Godfrey was probably winning for me. I still can't work out. <laughs> but they cost us six points. Them two things, you know. I still cannot work out um, uh, how how either of them wasn't the same. And like, I'm I'm just I'm I'm done I'm done with this whole VAR thing. Um, it's it's really doing my head in. I'm I'm losing sleep over it, you know. Which reminds me, the the first job I had, folks. Right, I was working up in the abattoir, right, uh, up in North Circle Road. You, you might remember that, John. And they put me, uh, they put me, they put me counting cattle in the morning. I was doing great. In the afternoon, they changed me to counting sheep, and I fell asleep and I got sacked. <laughs> but I tell you, that's actually, it's actually a good question. Like, what, what are going to use this for? Is going to, going to get this to the listeners, right? If you have an answer to this, so whatever is not sending off was the best one. Leave a comment in the YouTube section. There and go. we're going to have a draw for the best comment for an Arsenal calendar, for like a Dublin Arsenal calendar. And we're going to put this up there. So, like, yeah, I would like is to see, the, you know, what... what is that the Dublin do. Arsenal calendar, Martin, that gave me COVID over the Christmas? The one it you is, handed? yeah. Yeah. You get free COVID and a test for <laughs> <laughs> And also to the listeners... The COVID-22 calendar. Yeah. Your yeah. top three goals as well. Um, of yeah. the season so far and you can win a calendar as well and we throw that out there as well maybe yeah to, yeah. to attract more listeners anything free I'm sure we get more listeners in <laughs> yeah. if, so you, big... if you reach ta- if you reach 1000 on the YouTube channel I'll give away jersey <laughs> well if it's free Bob Brown will be in for it there's no match fixing here lads but we're going to calendar go on YouTube yeah <laughs> Every raffle ticket, Paul Brown will have the number. My lord. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, we, shouldn't, we, 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 we shouldn't. We shouldn't be talking about our esteemed um, president in, in those terms. Uh, we all love him. Just Easy to be clear. Our last by, by nature, yeah. <laughs> um, Hi, Paul. <laughs> Very diplomatic answer, Eric. <laughs> just, just in case you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the innocent one in all this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, is there anything else, Laz, you'd like to throw up? Yeah. Have you heard Jordan the week or anything? Just don't, don't mess around with cats either. Um, that's <laughs> one thing we learned today. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Cor- didn't have a best day. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, we'll see everybody at the River Bar on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I won't be there. I won't be there on Thursday night, but um, we'll see you soon. I'm going to. I'm going to the Brentford game the week after, so uh, we'll see you in the River Bar in a couple of weeks, folks. All right. Okay. Thank also, you. Uh, Bur- Burnley just tied it up. Lovely. Oh, thank God. One one, so good sign, anyway. Burnley did what? It's uh, one one with United. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. I'd, like to, I'd like to thank Newcastle my guests as happened. always. Thank God. <laughs> I'd like to thank my guests as always. Eric, Eamon, John and Martin for your contribution to this week's show. As I said on the top of the show, you can catch our show on Spotify, SoundCloud and on the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club uh, YouTube channel and also the River Barn Dublin City Centre is where the gang meet. So if you're around for the next few matches, um, that's where you can join them. Um. We'll, on next week's show, we'll be reviewing the Wolves game. 
and previewing the upcoming game against Brentford. So until then, um, thanks for me and thanks for our guests. And we'll see you next week. All right, good boy, Jonathan. <laughs> good luck. See you.